Hello, everyone, and welcome to Job Talk, episode number five. And uh, I'm here with uh, Matt Peel, partner of uh, Impact Business Group. How are you doing, Matt? Mark, I'm doing well. How about you? I am doing great. We're getting to the end of the week, and I uh, thought we'd have a fun topic for everyone before they head out for the weekend. So I just kind of discovered this recently. I didn't, didn't know the term that well, uh, boomerang employees. Uh, and I uh, wanted to maybe start, if you can uh, kind of give your thoughts on what, what that means to you and the uh, and what you see that is as a trend moving forward. Yeah, like you, uh, it's a new term for me. Um, you know, it fits, right? I get it. It's, it's the comeback. Uh, but it is in the world we sit in where either an employee or a former uh, employer reach back out to one another and revisit uh, an employment situation. Yep. Uh, will you come back? You know, baby, come back. <laughs> uh, and with all the changes that we've had, especially the last couple, two, three months, and maybe more employers starting to do online work from home type of situations, do you see that this might be something that will become more common as they're trying to find people to come back to work to maybe reach out more to previous employees as well? Yeah, I think it's a it's a wonderful recruitment strategy, especially when some of those shall we say blockers are eliminated when somebody leaves a, leaves an organization, right? When they leave a company to seek a new opportunity, uh, it's often uh, not about money. There's some cultural or philosophical difference within that organization that prompts the move. So when those blockers to move on, then other people that could have been in a peer group move up. They reach back out to to those former employees that they deemed were, were good to see if they would come back. So uh, it certainly is very prevalent. It certainly is uh, a strategy unemployed, furloughed workers in today's world are using to, to try and find a job, to to see if uh, former employers will take them back. Yep, and for, as a employee, it'll be a, a lot easier to make that call to a former co-worker or former company HR manager or whoever in the company and just connect with them about job opportunities. You can have more of a relaxed type of conversation and discuss opportunities than if you uh, reach out to a brand new person at a brand new company. So it seems like that would be a good benefit to to kind of look into. If you're somebody's looking for work, maybe look back and see if there are any former employers that would make sense. Yeah, no doubt, right? The glass is half full. Their knowledge of me as a former employee coming back um, that learning curve's lessened as we have a history and we understand now things have changed. If I've been gone a year, two, three, four, whatever it might be, uh, and there's some validation both the employee and employer need to do to make sure that this person's skill sets from an employee standpoint are where they need to be, and then the returning employee needs to understand those blockers that cause them to, to, to leave um, have been changed, addressed, or if they're still prevalent and they've got to be aware of those, you know, when they come back. Yep. And same for the employer. That they, they'll want to know that the person coming back is going to be okay with whatever was the problem initially, uh, that they've been able to overcome that or yeah. be able to kind of return without having the same issues come back yeah. up again. Certainly, as an employer, they look at the employee. If they were laid off and for, for COVID or, or between assignments, they certainly would look at them with a little bit of caution and say, are you just coming until something better surfaces? Uh, it just depends on, on why they left and, and the, 
you know, dynamics involved with their resignation, which, you know, we touched on at length at a previous podcast of make sure as an employee when you leave an organization, no matter how bad it is, that you don't burn, burn the bridge when you leave or there's no chance of returning. Don't leave guns to blazing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so can you uh, just give your thoughts on what, what do you think has changed over the last few decades? Because in the past you would think more so people starting with a company and it'll stay for decades. Uh, but now it's more common for people to move around every few years. So what do you think has changed and uh, how do you think things will continue to change in that regard? Yeah, it certainly isn't our father's workplace anymore, our mother's workplace anymore, where it's in employment for for 30 plus years and you retire from that, that group. I think the world we live in today uh, is an instant gratification world, an instant news outlet information uh, world. and. If somebody is missing something and uh, uh, don't feel like it's coming as quickly as it, it as it should be, then they're more often to take a look at the job market. I think the economy has a lot to do with that as well, right? It's an uh, it's an employee's marketplace. Uh, well, it was an employee's market up until COVID, but it, as an employee's marketplace, you have more options and ability because the, the unemployment rate was so low. So I think that has uh, a direct effect in and this boomerang aspect, the, the employer is trying to fill a seat and they're not getting the appropriate response. Uh, so they're laxing on, on some of the requirements and maybe looking back at former employees to come back. Yeah. Now, would you say that from, from your conversations that we've had over the years with clients that uh, maybe they've had policies in place before that like, we don't take former employees back, so don't even like bother because we're just not going to hire them back no matter what? And maybe now that that's not so much the case anymore, or what what are you hearing, and have you heard in the past in those types of conversations? It, it, it all depends. You know, there's there's certainly companies that have strict policies in place that say we're not going to bring anybody back that was a former employee. But yeah. if that employee was an excellent performer, they're going to make an accommodation and an exception. So again, back to the previous podcast how you perform and how you leave that organization is vital mm -hmm. in your ability and acceptance coming back into the group. But in the past, yeah, there's been, been rules saying we, we don't hire folks back, but if it's left on a good scenario, and, and I think about our, even in our in, own internal hiring, right, there's, there's folks that you would be delighted to have back, conducted themselves the right way, handled their business the right way, left the right way, and there's others that, that didn't and you would, would not. Right. You know, so everything that they were preaching about is applicable to us internally here as well. Sure. Yep, that makes total sense. And uh, what are some of the risks and red flags, do you think, um, for employers to bring somebody back? So what are some things to look out for uh, to be aware of? Well, they've got a history, right? They've got performance evaluation, performance reviews of the individual. So um, areas of improvement and strengths should be available as a as a matter of their personnel file to go, okay, we've got to make sure that that these quote-unquote weaknesses or areas that we struggled with that particular employee have been addressed and we need to mine down and, and ask questions around that. Okay. So they definitely want to make sure they understand what they're getting in comparison to what they perceived they had before and most importantly in comparison to what the external job market or the other applicants that they've interviewed bring to the table. Sure. And the same for uh, employees. What are some of the risks and red flags for them to look out for when they maybe get contacted to, hey, do you, we got an opening, or do you be interested in coming back? 
what yeah. are some things that they should look out for? I think it's uh, I think it's the same blade of the boomerang that both parties need to look out for, right? The employee left for a specific reason. Whatever that blocker was or motivator that made them leave, they need to mine down and make sure that those operational deficiencies, those reporting metrics, whatever it might be that they were accountable or held accountable to have been addressed mm -hmm. so that they're not walking into a scenario where they perceive it's changed and there's been no change. So they've, they've, they've got a lot to risk, especially if they're gainfully employed right now to make sure that uh, they're honest with self and honest with their evaluation that the culture really has changed. And uh, if you can give maybe a little of a checklist of the top two or three things um, for uh, employees to keep in mind uh, when they resign, I think you touched on it already, but what are some of the things that an employee should do to not burn those bridges and leave on a good note? Yeah, it, it's so, uh, uh, it's easier said than done, right? It's, uh, it's an emotional scenario when you leave an organization. Um, you could have been slighted for a promotion or your pay rate increase wasn't what you perceived it, it could be. Whatever the factor is, right, it is a very emotional process. And my advice, as we addressed in the, the previous pod, podcast, do your best to keep your emotions in check. Mm -hmm. Complete the work that you need to complete. Give a professional notice of two weeks. And, and certainly thank that former employer for everything they've done to help. Let them know you're available if they've got questions as you hand off to somebody else within that department or group. As difficult as that might be and the animosity that you have towards that previous employer or your, your current employer as you're leaving, you've got to keep your emotions in check because things change, right? People change jobs and what may have been a barrier for you in the past could be an opportunity. An opportunity, there's no doubt. And speaking of people changing jobs, a lot of times, especially when you have more higher level executive management, they're changing jobs as well. Uh, and uh, they may look back at some of the former people they've worked with to bring them on board for new opportunities with a new company. So I don't know if you want to talk to that a little bit and something to keep in mind. Even if you currently loathe your current employer on your way out, there may still be some reasons to... And this is professional. Yeah, no doubt. And this is typically what we see in the boomerang effect is when somebody at that executive level leaves to a new organization, naturally they um, want to bring with them proven leaders, proven resources that can help them accomplish whatever goals that they now have to adhere to. Yeah. So you will see a lot of change at that senior manager level and above when a C-level person moves on to a new role. And if they've seen you leave guns ablazing from a previous employer, that might make them yeah, not there's, roll. There's <laughs> no chance. There's no chance. And yeah. conversely, right, um, you could have had a former boss that has moved on and and, and this is where we see it most often and, and move to a new role and they've got an ERP project that they have. Uh, uh, responsibility for they're certainly going back through their functional and technical leaders of past to say how can this person help me deliver right it's, it's the same thing I'm looking for proven resources that have executed at a, at a wonderful level for me in the past and it's the relationship or the boomerang yep. to say how do I recruit and build teams that can help me meet this goal and same thing on the employer's side they'll also want to make sure that things are left on a good note. So what can employers do to make sure that even if an employee is leaving and 
maybe they're sort of unhappy, but what can they still do to make sure that everything is left on a good note as possible? This is an evolving area from an employer standpoint. I think the consulting firms, primarily the big five, big six, big three, you know, consulting firms have it right. They lose most of their senior people to a client and they deem them alumni. So they have an alumni network that's set up. Obviously, it's a mutually beneficial relationship because the consulting company that they left, they want to maintain relationships with that past employee, so maybe there's future business. So they have, uh, like I said, an, an alumni network that does uh, information, white papers, et cetera, about a specific industry or trend, so quarterly gatherings, annual events. So I think it's easier and it's a very established process for these consulting groups. But as a quote-unquote core corporate employer, manufacturing, distribution, wholesale, whatever it might be, that process to stay connected with your alumni is one that is a work in progress. Uh, you think about large organizations that have utilized interns. You know, you come in, you do your summer internship, and then they go. Right? That person could be excellent for a, a suitable role two years down the road, and they just lose that connection with them. So that process is evolving. It's a huge area, right? Think about it from interns to, to people that are left. How do we establish a, an alumni connection, so to speak, to keep so these folks be front a, center? Could be an online just forum on a Facebook or LinkedIn or sending out newsletters, those kinds of things. Yeah. If I had the answer for that one, I would <laughs> uh, I'd tell you. But it's it, all those vehicles or, or avenues to stay connected and track those former employees is is vital, especially in a in a sub two percent unemployment marketplace that we were pre COVID. So yep. we'll see how we are on the backside of this. But yep. So, but so, it, but in, in some ways, to the the key thing to even get that opportunity is to leave on the right note. So whether you're the the employer, maybe you'll still offer up some. Hey, can we if we can help you with anything? Let us know. Kind of leave things on a good note uh, because if not, they may not want to come back. So you still both both parties want to keep the door yeah, open. I would say there's no doubt, and, <laughs> and, and uh, the stories that I share not only are with us internally, but the stories that uh, you hear from our clients. Right, leaving your keys on the desk and vanishing, like uh, Kaiser Sozi and <laughs> Usual Suspects, is not the way to do it. Yep, um, having that discussion and a professional resignation is is critical to keeping your emotions in check and uh, making yourself rehirable for these opportunities or these boomerangs that, that, that may come back. It doesn't have to even be for full-time jobs. We sometimes see people that are sort of semi-retired and they still do some part-time work for former employees. So even if you're not thinking of working there full-time, they may still hit you up for a little money-making opportunity. Um, on the occasion. There's no doubt, as I say to every employee slash candidate that's that's leaving and finding a new opportunity, you never know what somebody else has in mind or what ideations taking place at that executive table, um, what push is happening for the business. So make yourself available yep. and let you be the filter of that opportunity and value of that opportunity if it's something you want to step into or not. Yep. There's no harm, no foul, and, and having a phone call, and then making the judgment of going, yeah, this doesn't really align with where I want to be, but I appreciate the telephone call. Keep yep. me in mind for future opportunities. It's uh, it's really simple. It's like being in kindergarten. Everything I needed to know I learned in kindergarten. 
be respectful, be gracious, be thankful, be appreciative, and please and thank you. Yeah. And uh, from a staffing point of view, too, I would say probably we work with a lot of people that might come and do contract work for a company for a few months, then they might bounce off to somewhere else, and then we might bring them back to that same employer one more time when the new contract pops up or a new need pops up for something more short-term. So even if it's not exactly the same situation, but I think it sort of applies still in the same way. Absolutely. Whether you're perm or contract, whether it's project or, or direct hire, handling it the right way is critical so you have the ability to come back. We see it time and time again in the contract world. Um, we have some folks that have been out for five plus years on the same project. Others that have come in and out to a project five times over the period of, of 10 years and they've just handled their business the correct way. They've helped them when they needed help and made themselves available when when uh, the need arised. Any other final thoughts on boomerang employees or I don't I like the I like the analogy of a boomerang so this yep. is new terminology for me but at yep. the end of the day it's uh, it's been very very prevalent in, in this yep. marketplace and very very prudent especially as your unemployment numbers dip the strategy is critical to try and, and get you know that seat filled yep so just keep on networking leave on a good note and uh, opportunities may come up so that's absolutely absolutely true Yep. So, you never know about the number of opportunities that are out there until you uh, until you open an ear. Yep. So on that note, uh, I'll say thanks for listening in. If, uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to reach us on our website, impactbusinessgroup.com. Shoot us off a message. We're on the live chat during regular business hours as well. Uh, we also have some helpful uh, blog postings, uh, webinar recordings, and some other helpful resources available for job seekers on our website. Uh, not to mention, of course, our job board. We usually have run, I would say, 150, 200 jobs, mainly in IT, engineering, finance, accounting, and some other sort of business professional Absolutely. areas. So feel free to connect with us, and um, uh, if there's anything that we uh, may be able to, to help you with or provide some value in your job search, uh, please let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll be back for more podcasts. So thanks for listening, and uh, and have a great day. All right. Thank you. Thank you.